The Dead Set Legends are up in a sec. And it'll be worth the wait. You don't have to wait for the Toyota Kluger. It's in stock now at Newtown Toyota East Big Park. Hey, morning, Britt. We'll have to steer the ship this morning, Britt. Zave's had a big week, Brecky Radio. Mm. He's got a big day ahead. He's working a triple shift today. I so feel like you I've been I? on a bender. Yeah. I'm sitting here now just thinking, what am I doing with my life? I uh, haven't slept, all that sort of stuff. He wouldn't have got home till very late last night and after doing watched, the then footy. Then went and watched another game of footy when I got home. And yeah. here, I, here, here I was thinking that he was this. Undoubtedly. I'm a high-energy guy. Yeah, and that's, that's what we you. need, the no, high energy. See it. It'll come back. It'll, It'll come, come back. Come. It's got a flat tyre at the moment, and all flat tyres can and easily be fixed these days. I'm hearing he's got a seven-day hangover from the hippie club last Saturday night. <laughs> that's <laughs> where he was. Hang on, hang on. Just because Freo get the win last night, don't drag that bloody uh, mine and Brit's West Coast through the mud. How fun is the game of uh, Where's Wally going through hippie club photos? Have you spotted a few in there, you know? You can definitely spot a few. I think everyone has, but... What, what about, though, if you haven't been named mm. and you know you're there, you've gone through that photo with a fine tooth comb <laughs> just to make sure you're not in any others. You're definitely slipping the uh, social media manager at Hippie Club a little $100 oh. to say, hey, do you mind taking that picture oh, down? I, I was shocked because uh, I saw it yesterday early in the day before it was spoken about, and I was surprised that um, someone at West Coast hadn't said, hey, can you just quickly delete that photo? No, yeah. they weren't onto yeah. it. Anyway, mm. plenty, plenty coming up this morning. Of course, we speak to our man, Rusty, a lot of motorsport. Miami Grand Prix, that's going to be huge. Mm. Brit's best. But uh, one of our favourites, oh, Bailey Banfield, of course, had a nice big night. Could have had a bigger night last night if he had the kicking boots on. But uh, Simon Black, Mick, mm. gun. Former, yeah, we used to work with Simon under in the Simon Black Academy, you and I. So he's, he's sacked us both uh, across <laughs> yeah. the journey. So looking forward to uh, taking a deep dive with Blackie. One of the greats and one of the great human beings on this planet. From 45 metres to make it a real nice win for Freo. They're loving life right now, the Purple Army. Their team's up there and looking the goods. 78 points last night, Britain. Do you know what I thought straight away? What were you thinking? If Mick Barlow doesn't present a jumper <laughs> to a young kid this year, he never will because there's going to yeah. be 22 premiership players in front of him. I know. So you are going to be so far down the rung, Mick, uh, when Freeman will win the flag. Well, I'm hoping, yeah, to get one soon because most of them have debuted now. I can't see many coming into this side that haven't already made their way in with some COVID stuff, some injury. So, but... All, all jokes aside, they are flying. 78-point mm. victors. The other side of the coin was North Melbourne. You know, they're not great, uh, uh, and that's putting it lightly. But you can only beat what's in front of you. And North, um, Freo had five or six of their best out. So another good win, and they sit atop you the You say AFL five ladder. or six of their best out, then who goes out that, that come for those uh, five or six yeah. then? So I don't think I, they are the five or six best out. I, Obviously not. I had a look at it this morning in terms of – the, the players that will come in, you know, off the back of missing this week, Blake Akers, James Aishwright has, has been out of the side and kind of on the fringe of it. He comes in and plays that role. Had 30. As well as, you know, Blake Akers. So they're just picking so one out. That's what out, I'm saying. It's like pick the, the, a plug. if you're out of that team, sometimes what do they say? It's harder to get out of the team than it is to get into the yeah. team. It's an exciting place for the Freer Dockers mm. to be in. I'm surprised only 37,000 there last So I, I did read a bit of this online, and there was a couple of good cases put forth. Okay. I'm I listening. think there's 50,000 active COVID cases in WA at the moment. Mm-hmm. So that's the 50,000 who actually yeah, got okay. it. You've got people who are living in the same houses who mm-hmm. go, oh, look, I can't go. I'm looking after someone or I'm close. We don't have close contacts anymore, but... So there's that. There's also night games, so you're not going to get the country people down probably. Um, I thought it was a little bit down, but there's a couple mm. of little reasons why. Yeah. First Great Friday call. night game 
in six years for the Frio Dockers. Yeah. I thought it'd be a popular time slot for people to get mm. to the footy, go from work. Mm, North Melbourne? Yeah. Well, I barely saw Brisbane a North Melbourne I barely yeah. saw a North Melbourne supporter. If it was you know, Brisbane Lions, you're getting 50, 55, yeah. no dramas. Mm. You, you know you're getting a bit older when they put out an article about where are they now, the, the Dockers' side, to last play on a Friday night. There was oh, did they? Floating around did you play it, Mick? Uh, I, that was my last ever game for Frio. I, I did my shoulder really badly, and um, Britt, they had to cut the jumper off me. Oh. I wasn't taking it off, Didn't uh, get ripped off without yet. a fight. So that was the last game I ever played. For Freo, I think it was 2016 against the Cats, and Wait, we, uh, did you, we didn't go very well. Did you feature in the Where Are They Now? What, what's, yeah. what summation what, what, did yeah, they what give you? What was your comment? Mine was uh, working Saturday mornings with uh, Xavier Ellis and Britt Taylor on Dead Set Legends on Triple M, coaching uh, the Werribee Football Club. Secondary, um, of course. Yes. But hey, the, the funny part of that, they had 22 players, obviously, and you know some players are still playing. Obviously, that, that's nice and easy. Right down the bottom, um, they get to the last two players, and it's one of those articles where you can click on the player. Yeah, and, and it takes you to their stats and their okay. biography. Yeah, and no, a lot of work went into this article. Yeah, <laughs> right down the bottom, uh, Lee Spur and Cam Sutcliffe didn't have a link. So didn't have a link. <laughs> <laughs> so I found that quite um, and probably fair enough too. Right, Spur, yeah. he's working mm. on one of the AM stations. Hey, seventy-eight <laughs> points <laughs> last night, Mick. Um, <laughs> Andy Brayshaw, three votes oh, again last night. Yeah, he's flying. He's uh, Brownlow medal. Yeah, could be. Uh, well, would he get three? Will Brody was really good. No, um, no. If you the deep dive into Andy Brayshaw last night, ten ta- yeah. uh, he, ten clearances, ten inside fifties, uh, mm. seven or eight tackles, thirty four touches mm. off the triple, top of my head. Yeah, three votes in the triple MVP, obviously. Yeah, yeah, he got the three yeah. from me. Yep, absolutely. Uh, the bit, the most impressive thing for mine about Freo at the moment, and, and it was chalk and cheese watching Freo do this compared to North Melbourne, and I made note of it at seven o two p.m. last night. Yeah. I sent a text through to our own Xavier Ellis, who was calling the game for Triple M, and I said, hey, mate, 7.02 p.m., the Dockers just don't fumble. 7.03 p.m., I hear this. One thing you look at, too, tonight, Fremantle just don't fumble. (laughs) Fremantle clean as a whistle. North Melbourne bobbling everything, and they're just not working hard enough. They can't keep up. Did you like oh. that, Mick? I often throw it. As soon as someone texts me, I often try and throw it into whatever I'm doing. Uh, yeah, well, I, I do appreciate it because so often I'll say something to you and you'll just completely disagree. Yeah, so. I just don't, I just try and be like an argumentative person towards Michael all the time. <laughs> hey, really quickly, the other game that went on last night, Britt, I don't think you would have gone no, home and watched it. I definitely did not. I went straight to bed. Yeah. I cannot believe you had it on record. Yeah, so I went home and watched it. Uh, Mick, did you get your eyes over it at all? I did, yeah. it was. And to be honest, on, on paper, it was it was the, the, the more... Um, more eyes would have been yeah, on that game. Yeah, more yeah. eyes on, yeah. on that game. And, and the doggies came out and started really strongly. They kicked mm-hmm. two goals too before Port Adelaide could even blink. And it was like a flashback to the prelim final of last year. But Port Adelaide, to their credit, they steadied. Um, yeah, they've got some players now starting to build some form and continuity. Yeah. Ken Inkley, after they were zipping five, said, we've lost five in a row. We can easily win five in a row. They're 60% of the way there now. So they're up and going. I think the dogs, though, Zave, up to you. What do you reckon? No, I don't think they, they, they can't win the flag. That's well and truly clear. I would have thought they can't win the flag. The only thing is they've already started their rebuild accidentally. They've got the number one draft pick, Jamara, Eugle Hagen, and then they've got Sam Darcy, who was maybe number two in the draft pick, uh, in mm. the draft last year. So they've started a, a rebuild without even needing to start a rebuild. So uh, still plenty to like about the Bulldogs and their future. Fremantle fans are flying. West Coast are absolutely nervous about what might happen tonight. And we're going to check in with a... 322 games, Brittany Taylor. Mm. 2002 Brownlow medalist. Three premierships. 2003 Norm Smith medalist. It's quite the CV. What a resume. Simon Black, good morning. 
Good morning, X. G'day, guys. Good to be with you. Blackie, great to have you, mate. What's the word kicking around Brisbane at the moment with what's happening with West Coast uh, this weekend? Oh, well, I think uh, Chris Fagan, Brisbane coach, has sort of tried to mentally uh, do things a little bit different this week. With all the talk, obviously, around West Coast and the, the hardship they're going through, just uh, just a reset. They've, uh, they've come off a, Brisbane's come off a really good win last week, obviously, against the Swans in Sydney. And... Uh, you know, it's like as an ex-player, actually, you can you can almost think you can win the game before turning up. So, no, I think he's spent a fair bit of time around just trying to reset mentally and get them in a in the right head to you know to play consistent footy. I, I think for the Lions, you know, they were need to like most clubs find a way to bridge the cap the gap with the the Demons uh, yeah. this year, and consistency is a big part of that. But um, yeah, tonight be uh, I think they're still expecting a. A tough contest from the, from the Eagles. Now, we know you're part of the Triple M footy coverage tonight. In terms of those Eagles in, some of these players from the Waffle, do you need X to uh, – he's ready to give you the rundown on exactly what they've been doing in the Waffle in recent weeks. Yeah, absolutely, about half a side. Can you give me a bit of a quick spiel, Xy? What's uh, Mate, what I've one tip I've learnt when I do the Waffle, just know the best four or five players and they usually have the footy. So your best hope is Tim Kelly gets a kick and that's about it. <laughs> well, fortunately, I'm a special comment, so I don't have to – to call their names out, but uh, now nah, look, it'll be good. We'll do a bit of a brief, but look, it's a, it's a, uh, it's been a wet old week over here, and it's, it's due for a bit of possibly a bit of rain this afternoon. So um, mm. hopefully, it's a good spectacle. But now, nah, look, as someone said throughout the week, what will you do if you if you're West Coast, if you're Matty Knights, would you pull on players, be following the ball, and try play defences? But no, nah, I think you, you can't do that. They've got to have a go. They've got to learn mm. a bit about about themselves and and uh, and see how they go. But uh, hopefully, for West Coast, I'm, a, I'm an old West Coast fan. Hopefully, mm. it's a good spectacle tonight. Blackie, Mick Barlow here. I just want to ask about the time that uh, Freo played Brisbane. I think it was 2012. And, um, oh, he'll insert himself here. <laughs> I got the football in the middle of the ground, Britt. Yes, I'm listening. And very rarely did I look around and think I had some time and space and I could put the jets on and have a bounce. I looked behind. Oh, no. I, saw, I saw Simon Black and I thought, I've got this guy covered. Two bounces, cross 50. I think I kicked it out on the full, but... End of the story. Two bounces I took in my <laughs> AFL career on this man, Simon Black. Uh, good day, Mickey. You never, you never fail to mention that story, do you? <laughs> oh. Didn't know you were there this morning. No, I mean, yeah. no. No, look, I do remember that. You sort of turned around and uh, and had a bit of a chuckle saying, hey, old boy, give it away, mate. Took me oh. out the time. Look at you. You can't even catch me. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of speaking of leg speed, in that Brisbane Lions side at the moment, uh, I just love watching this guy play. Former, former docker, of course, but... Um, now with the Brisbane Lions, had a career game last week for all the good games he's played. Last week was absolutely outstanding. Not a huge amount of speed, but what he does with the football and his footy IQ, Lockie Neal, who you would see every second week calling for Triple M, how have you found his season in his form? Oh, I mean, he's been superb, hasn't he? He is in that Brownlow form, and, and you say he's not quick, but in his first 10 or 15 metres, he, he's electric. He's a reaction time. Um, great thing about our game, isn't it? You, know, you and I, Mick. Mm weren't blessed with speed, but if you react quickly and you anticipate where the ball is going to go, and you've got a, you know, five or ten meters, um, you know, you sharp over that 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 distance, then you can you can get a yard on your opponent. And he's doing that really well. And he's just his hands below his knees are so clean and so creative, and he's in really seriously good form. Hitting the scoreboard a bit too with with uh, with some goals, and so yeah, no, he's uh, he's red hot. So what West Coast are doing tonight will be interesting, but um, he's in Brownlow form. Lucky, uh, a big story kicking around here, which is not that big, but it, it seems really big over here at the moment. And I'm sure you're familiar with the uh, the fine work of the hippie club. Um, the West Coast players, <laughs> about 10 of them wandered in uh, for a couple of drinks last Saturday night after a 110-point loss. What would Lee Matthews uh, say to you guys if you got absolutely walloped and wandered in uh, and thought you were uh, just might pop out for a few drinks with the boys? 
<laughs> well, Lee couldn't understand why we didn't drink light beer. He's, he's a bit of a teetotaler. <laughs> we, we had a had a, uh, a weekend one weekend, and he said, "Boys, look, you you know, you, I can go and have a couple of beers, but why, why don't you drink light beers?" And the boys like light beers. Like, <laughs> and he looked at us and said, "Well, you, you're not a real man. You can drink light beer." <laughs> he, he couldn't quite understand that, but. Uh, Look, no, nah, he, uh, yeah, he would have been, he would, he would have, uh, he's put us over the hot coals. Actually, I think he would have made us walk across hot, 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 mm. hot coals. It was, uh, yeah, the expect expectations from Lee were pretty strong, but yeah, Simo's got a, got his hands full at the moment, isn't Doesn't he? Doesn't he? What? Sure. He does indeed. Have you had a few good nights yourself at uh, the Hippie Club? Well, I think uh, my old mate Chatty Fletcher and a few West Coast boys used to get a few drink, drink cards at the Hippie Club, so I used to get dragged in there back in the day and knew the dance floor pretty well. <laughs> hey, where do you see Brisbane this year, Blackie, in terms of, um, you know, Melbourne's the one everyone's trying to hunt down. Freo at the moment are going as well as any, but to everyone's um, expert opinion, you know, at the moment it's Melbourne, and then there's a bit of a drop-off towards Brisbane. How are you seeing their chances going into the back end of the year? Yeah, a bit the same. Um, you know, it's, but I think for Brisbane, they're the highest-scoring team the last year or two, and mm. I played Melbourne twice last year. Melbourne's find a way to sort of pull you apart and dissect you and, and go back the other way on you, and that's, I think that's Brisbane's challenge. They, um, that they didn't get as good a run with injury last year. If they can, you know, get a bit more luck with that, and then let's be honest, to win a flag, you need guys playing career best years, and um, you know, Zach Bailey's taken a step this year. Yeah, he absolutely, looks, he looks fantastic, and. Um, Hugh McCluggage needs to keep building and Lockie's in great form. So there's some guys in great nick. McStay looks like he's improving. So I'm I'm um I'm seeing some good signs from Brisbane, mm. but you know, you, you as you guys know, you just need to build your year and I, I think they're they're capable, but it's still there's still a way to go to bridge that gap with Melbourne on the big stage. Um Brisbane's played in six finals the last three years and, and only won the one and uh. just a couple couple of close ones. But yeah, they're in they're in reasonable shape. They're reasonable they are. shape, aren't they? We know Brisbane are basically past the post tonight. Don't like to say that as an Eagles supporter, but margin-wise, what do you think? What's the prediction tonight? Well, if it's bucketing rain, I would say, uh, you know, I don't know. I'll keep it, I'll keep it within 10 goals. Keep it within <laughs> 10 goals. Blackie, mate, we'll let you get on with your day. Uh, thanks for joining us, of course, the 2002 Brownlow Mares, 2003 North Smith Mares, but best known for his time on Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> good on you guys. Always good to catch up. Now, Brittany. Yes. You've got something for us. I do. Right, what's happening? Right. We've got a game here. Mm-hmm. I want you guys to be closest to the pin. So we're going to get okay. some callers. Golf. So we just need we're golf. We just need two people. You're going to have a representative here. Either okay. Zave or Mickey Ooh. is going to play for you. Now, I've compiled a list of mm-hmm. five players, mm-hmm. and I just need you to tell me how many games they play. So five random players throughout VFL AFL history. Yes. And then Mick and I will go, oh, I think mm. he played 50 games. Yes. Or mm. 150 games. Have we got a little warm-up yeah. one? Have we got yeah. a little warm-up one? Yes. All right. You give us You give us a All name. Right. I'll give you a name. Uh Played at the Western Bulldogs, Paul Dimitina. There you okay, go, name Paul you wouldn't Dimitina. have heard of for a long period of time. Well, I did. I've heard of him recently. I'll tell you why, Zave. I think he uh, pubs and stuff. Course, yeah, yeah, pubs, restaurants, yeah. and may yeah. have um, been caught up in maybe may have been caught up in a COVID uh, COVID situation. Right, okay. Had to right, pay right. a fine. Okay, he's paid the fine. Now, how many games yeah. did he How many play? games? You go he's first. He's paid the fine. Well, he's got a little bit less money after paying the fine. Uh, 171 for Paul Dimitina. 171, Michael Barlow. We'll go Brittany Taylor. Okay, Paul I'll Dimitina. go uh, 131. 131 games. <laughs> so, as I go, that's a very, very – that's what, an outstanding that a, guess because Paul Dimitina 
Played 131 games for the Western oh. Bulldogs. There you Bingo. go. Everyone, everyone in the car surprised. Paul Dimitina, geez, I thought he was around for 12 or 13 years. No. Yeah. Let's start by saying good morning to Sam from Bowger. How are you? Good, thanks. How are you guys? Now, Sam, you need to make an important decision here, and that is who is going to play for you. Would you like to be represented by one Xavier Ellis or Mickey Barlow? Look, I do like Zave, but I am a Fremantle supporter, so oh, I've got to go for Barlow. All right. Sam, okay, I respect that. I respect that. So, Glenn, good morning, Glenn. Good morning. Mate, unfortunately, you've been paired with me. Mate, I'm very happy about that. Okay, cool. <laughs> That's a good way a good way go. to build a relationship here. Now, of course, it's nearest the pin. Britt, you've got five random AFL players, VFL players. We've got a nearest the pin, how many games they played in their mm. career. Uh, first to three wins, wins the family pass to carrying up movies. Granny boy, I'm very good at this game, I must say. Well, well let's let's find out. Are you ready for <laughs> right the first, first one? Player. All right, Brisbane and Essendon news? midfielder James Polkinghorn, who oh, kicked James. the match-winning torp against West Coast for the Lions in 2012. So, okay, so. Mick, you go first with Sam. Yep, I'll go first, Sam. So James Polkinghorne, two clubs. I think he got a crack at Essendon off the back of the drug scandal. Going to go with about 62 games for James Polkinghorne. All right, and X? Uh, Glennie, uh, I think it's a little bit higher than that. I might roll into the hundreds and say maybe uh, uh, 103 or something like that. Glenn, what do you reckon? Mate, I'm with you. All right. Do you want to know the answer? Yeah, love to. No. 101. Plenty <laughs> 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 boy. I told you, no. come to Papa. Okay, no worries, Sammy. We'll give him a hey, give him a false sense of security early here. Come to Papa, watch out. <laughs> All right. Number Dave, two. You go first, this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sydney and Brisbane high flyer Warwick Kappa, who also ran to be oh. the mayor of the Gold Coast. Oh, oh the whiz. Uh, Glenn, now I'm not really good with the whiz, but I'm thinking around 130 games to the whiz. Could have been a lot more, but um, did he shoot a porno? Yeah, I think yeah, he might have. Yeah, been. so he did all sorts of bits and pieces. That's but, not included in the games. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no. I was going to say 130. 100. I'll say 131 because of the video. But, uh, Glenn, you happy with 131? Yeah, mate, happy with that. All right. Sammy, we're going to take him on a little bit and be a bit uh, a bit aggressive. I think it's a bit lower. I'm going to go with 117. Ooh. I like it. Ooh. All right, Brittany Taylor. Okay. It's 120-something, isn't it? You're right in the middle here. It's 124. Oh, my goodness. There you go. Dead oh, we level. are dead set level. It's level. So it's 1-0 one, one still. All right, we plough on. <laughs> do you know how quickly Leach and I were having to do the maths just that? then? Incredible. That is incredible. All right, number three. Geelong and Adelaide goal kicker James Podsy Adley drafted as a mature-aged rookie. Oh, so he got drafted as a mature-aged rookie from Werribee, played a bit of VFL football from him, uh, with him. James Podsy Adley went on to play five or six seasons, and he played 82 games. Uh, okay, 82. Glennie, I'm going to go 72 games. I remember he did his shoulder quite badly in, in the, the 2011 grand final. grand final, which sparked Hawkins' career to life. He should have won the North Smith that day. Uh, all right, what did I say? 72, did I? Yep. Uh, Glenn, Zave, happy with that, mate. Zave with 72 yeah. playing for yeah. Glenn. Mickey with 82. 82 playing for Sam. The answer, 104. Oh, Quiet. the J-Pod. He paid, right a, paid 83 games just for Geelong. Oh, there you go. 1-1. One, one. Let's keep going, Brett. All right. Melbourne, okay. Carlton and Fremantle player and older brother of the Frio coach, Troy Longmuir, oh. who also played in the West Perth tw- 2003 Premiership. Jeez. Uh, that's caught me. I think they both finished short of what they could have played. Um, Longmuir obviously had his knee. Uh, Glenn, I'm absolutely cast here. I'm going to go with maybe... 80 games, Glenn. What do you think? 
Yeah, we'll run with that, mate. Glenn, what would have you guessed? Yeah, what would have you gone? Uh, I'd probably go 100. No, let's go 100. We're going 100. <laughs> now, Sammy, I'm quite confident that I don't think you got to 100 because, uh, yeah, Troy Longmill costs three clubs, so they've got 100. How, do you, how are you feeling around 72? What, what if we go 99. Oh yeah, well that we've, off air we've we did speak about playing a little bit. We're playing <laughs> manipulated. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go because I, I want to back ourselves in and go for what I actually feel he got. Show my now yeah, like seventy two, Britt. All right, so Mickey with seventy two. Now X's original guess was eighty. Yeah, but I felt uh, old Glenny in double view wanted. I've trusted my teammate, and yeah. and Glenny wanted a hundred. Yeah. So are you locking in eighty or no? 100? No, we're gonna we we'll stick with Glenn. We're gonna go hundred. I still think it was 80, but we're going to go 100. 83. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> 83, which means Mickey victorious there with uh, 72 as his guess. All right, yep. one more. Last one. The blonde-haired midfielder at Essendon played one season at Frio and winner of... <laughs> come on now. The Mr. Sunbury bodybuilding competition <laughs> as a teenager, Mark Johnson. Mark Johnson. Mark Johnson. Essendon and Fremantle. Essendon and Fremantle. Mark Johnson. I'm going first here. Played a fair bit of footy, Mark Johnson. And we're going to go with 158 games. It's funny. I was doing this game the other day and we looked up Jason Johnson. Yeah, uh, we did. Of course. Uh, 200 plus, wasn't it? Yeah, nah, less, I think. Uh, mm. Mark Johnson. Gee, I'm, what did you go, Mick? 158, Sammy and I went. 158. Oh, I, I think, Glenny, I reckon if we sit around a 147, how do you feel about that? <laughs> yep, I'm happy with that one. All right, Brittany Taylor, take us away. Oh, shit, I think it could be 178. <laughs> 208. Oh. 208. Played 194 at Essendon, 14 at Frio. That means Mickey and Sam are the winners. Wow, Sorry, Glenn. Apologies, mate. I, I noticed you're in double view. I'll take you to the Scarborough Sporty mm. for a beer. How's that sound? Sounds good, mate. Beauty, as they, sorry, as mate. they commiserate, Sammy, how are you feeling about uh, our Frio Dockers at the moment? Oh, I'm feeling amazing. It's about mm. time. Yeah, it's been a while. Have hasn't you it, booked but... grand final? Uh, have you looked at prices towards the East Coast yet, uh, Sammy? Uh, I was watching the game at the pub with the Geelong the other week, and everyone was saying, "Book the bus, book the bus." <laughs> oh, imagine that bus trip across the Nullarbor. Oh, we, we drove across the Nullarbor I in 2018. That was bloody good fun. That was really good fun. Anyway, that's that. Wait, does, does the segment live on? Yeah, I, think, I think it gets another birth next week. It's another birth. Yeah. Uh, the Mickey the Master. <laughs> well, that's, that's out. Yeah, that's that's out. Hey, Sammy and Glenn, thanks for being our inaugural guests on, uh, what are we calling it? Clutch of the We'll pin. come up with a name We'll for think it. of something. Footy pin. Anyway, it's a work in progress. We'll, there you we'll go. come up with something. <laughs> Gee whiz, what a first hour we had. We just build into the program, don't mm. we? The high energy guys slowly starting to mm. return You've to really form. lifted. Oh, I have. I, I have. I've got no idea where I've been all morning. Guy. Bouncing around everywhere. You but, came uh, in flat tyres. They've been ooh, pumped up now. Pumped up. I mean, hey, I've, got, I've got some feedback off the text, though, Zay, for you. I've got some feedback off the text. 4 Yeah, Kepler Bradley, GM of Claremont Football Club. He's just heard you earlier in the show say that it's harder it's harder to get out of the team than it is to get in the team. Kepler is calling BS on that. He uh, was one that got two Brownlow votes one day. Mark Harvey pulled him in. Mate, you're out. This bloke's coming back in. Yeah, but then I'd say, alternatively, Kepler Bradley played about 100 games in a row and he was never in doubt of getting dropped. He was just picked. One of the greats, but, Kepler Bradley, and Claire, doing a great job at Claremont. Also. Yes, absolutely. The Claremont. I'm doing the Claremont game today, actually. Mm. So I'm looking. He's a busy man today. To that. Yeah, yes, yes. Oh, busy, busy, just... busy. Um, mm. We tried to get Kepler on the other day and he said no. No, so, and a flat out, no. 
Yes. Like, not even, oh, I've got this on, I've got that on. So no, let's rag on Kep for a couple of minutes <laughs> yeah. here. Um, what, what, do you, what do you got for us, Mick? Oh, I've got a bit. He can't read. Smell. He used to. So Kepler Bradley used to sit next to me in team meetings. Okay, we used to sit sit three back um, on the on the wall, and Kepler was next. We couldn't read the magnets on the board when the team selection came up. So Friday. Yeah, no, well, he just didn't bother about, worry about that. His way of figuring out... So he actually out, couldn't read? Or... <laughs> couldn't read. Eyesight, no good. Right. So His way of figuring out if he was in the side or out of the side, because he was the perennial kind of on the fringe guy, yeah. was I would have a... I would either grab him on the leg. We probably should have come up with a better, um, a better tell. Yeah. I would grab him on the leg if he was out, and I would Jeez. just... Tap him on the leg if he was in. Oh. Just, just a soft rub, yeah. just to but, say they're there. But if you're just we, sitting next to him, just what about just bad luck, Kep? That or, or thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah, just something uh. like that. The winner this weekend, Britt, I think is Jake Florenka's mm-hmm. mother. Now, you came this morning with some audio and said, well, how do you enjoy these moments? You love them, don't you? I absolutely love these sort of moments. We see them time and time again when the players tell their mums that they're making their debut. Hi, Mum. Hello. How you going? Yeah, right. What's happening? Uh, I've got some news for you. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'll be playing my first AFL game tomorrow. Oh my god, you're playing! Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh my god, Jake. Yeah, I'm starting oh, in the I'm starting in the twenty two. I'm in a vomit. I feel sick. Oh, because we're all going to be watching us that day. We're, we'll be down at Mandra, but oh. The best Mother's mm. Day gift a mother could ask for to watch her son play in the AFL. But what did you think of that uh, little moment there? <laughs> oh, what, Jake? Yeah, yeah I know. Jake. Well, and Jake, I reckon, might have made a couple of blunders yeah. as a schoolboy and stuff. <laughs> what did you do, Jake? I think, I think Jake's mum might have thought it was either, yeah, he's mucked up on the drink, he's been out doing something he shouldn't have been, but hey, it turned around I really didn't mean quickly. to run him over. <laughs> he's <Yeah>. just there. <laughs> it, it turned around pretty quickly. How good, Jake. Uh, for all the, the negativity around West Coast this week, there's some positivity. Absolutely, and sometimes too, it's amazing what people think too. So you've, you've, um, Jake's mother's thrilled that uh, he's been picked to play for West Coast, but um, mm. there's maybe a few favourites in there that, that excited <laughs> her a little bit more than others. All the boys are good? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you made Josh Kennedy in your <laughs> Yeah, I did. No, they're good. They're great. Did you meet Josh Kennedy? I reckon you might need to go to JK and get a little autograph and uh, yeah, send that to Mum. Mum won't believe until she's got a photo yeah. with him. But, uh, mate, that, that's great to see. And they're going to get absolutely pounded today. So, um, small little wins and Jake Florenka making his debut. What, what can we expect from Jake Florenka today, Zay? Mate, he's a, he's a midfielder. He missed the 2020 flag for South Frio with an Achilles injury. Um, tough inside midfielder. I, I commentated a game in round one against Subiaco. Had mid to high 20s, uh, kicked a couple of goals in a low-scoring game. Mm. Tough. Can Tough. get the ball on the inside. He's nothing flashy, but he, at the end of the game, he'll have over 20 disposals. No dramas there. So good, good luck to Jake Florenka. And, of course, his family down in Mandra, they're going to be watching it the morning after what was a ginormous victory. 78 points to the Fremantle Dockers. And the man we're going to speak to now is an integral part in the game last night. Bailey Banfield, good morning. There you go. Bailey, mate, big win last night, 78 points. But your own performance... Two goals, three. It could have been a big bag Left for you, but gee whiz, you played well last night yourself. Thanks, mate. Yeah, kicked a bit straighter and could have been could have been a little bit different, but you know, happy that happy with the boys how they went and um, yeah, it was a big week for us, but um, got the job done in the end, which is really nice. It was a big week. We know that there were all these 
outs with COVID. It was must have been nervous times within the group, hoping that there weren't going to be more soldiers falling uh, to, due to the H&S protocols. But, gee, you must be proud of the performance last night. Yeah, definitely. It was a, it was a very different week, that's for sure. And I think it worked in our favour that all the cases came really early in the week. So we sort of set ourselves and we knew that there was going to be distractions and it was going to be a different week. So that sort of helps you prepare for it, I think, knowing knowing that going into it. Um, but, yeah, off a short break and six outs, um, it was a really pleasing performance, I think. Mm-hmm. Six outs, Bailey, but uh, that gives opportunity, doesn't it, in terms of fresh faces coming into the mix. And we saw one last night who looks like he's going to be a very good player long-term, Jaya Miss. Yeah, yeah, he was he was great, and I think think he kicked his think he kicked our second goal, and mm. it was his first kick of AFL footy as well, which is always nice. Um, settled him in nicely, and then yeah, he played his role for the team and um, went really well out there. Yeah, Bailey, each and every week we uh, we talk about when Fremantle have a debutant. Uh, Mick Barlow oh. is waiting and waiting in the wing to present a jumper to a debutant, and he feel like <laughs> the club has sort of Switching rejected away. him a little bit. Um, who did the jumper presentation last yeah, night and what was the moment like? There was about 4,000 Bustleton people yeah. down. Yeah, yeah, I think that's intentional as well, Mickey. Oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, um, yeah, with COVID protocols, mate, you know, we're keeping mm. a pretty tight circle at the moment. <laughs> it's only, only the last couple of weeks that the um, the families have actually been allowed to attend. Uh, right. There's a few that we had that were... Um, not even the families were allowed in the rooms or were doing them outside, mm. that sort of thing. So it was actually Jamie Graham, our, our forwards coach, last last night that presented it. Um, yeah, and, yeah, as you said, he had his, he had his family um, in the rooms and I'm pretty sure there was a fairly large Bustleton contingent um, in the stands as well. Uh, it sounded like that as well and it was lovely to see everybody get around him. And you mentioned only just recently the families being allowed back in the rooms and you'd imagine a small town like Bustleton that they all would have been getting in the car and making sure that they weren't uh, going to miss it. Yeah, definitely. There's been a lot of hard yards from him and his family in terms of playing Colts footy and driving up. Mm. Um up and down, late at night, after training, after mm. school, that sort of thing. So I think um, this was one of the trips that would have been um, much more enjoyable for, for the whole crew that, that made it. Mm, let's clear some things up here, Bailey. You're playing really good AFL football. You're playing at a high level in a really good team. Uh, you're a really good-looking young man. Rooster. And apparently, <laughs> apparently, well, we're trying to figure this out. What was your ATAR score at school? And, and you've got brains as well. You don't miss much, do you? Triple threat. So, <laughs> I did my best. So I had a fair crack at school. Um, mm-hmm. um, the eight hundred. Give a, us a number. Give us a number. <laughs> <laughs> trying to see how I can get out of giving this. Um, it was a ninety-eight point seven five. Ninety-eight point seven five. The top of my head, mate. So your parents you, must have been oh. flat as a tack at you. How yeah. did you not get ninety-nine? Honestly, <laughs> just just fell short. I gave my best whack, but just fell short. And what are you doing off off the field to uh, validate that score? Because you can't just be kicking the pigskin around. Yeah, um, I'm doing some work experience at the moment at a management consulting firm um, in the city, Churchill Consulting. There you go. Um, so they've been really good. Been doing that for the last year, and I've also been doing some work upstairs uh, with the club um, on sustainability and working um, on how the club can improve our sustainability. Oh, um, and salary caps? You're looking into salary caps for number 41? <laughs> Pay rises? No, I'm not, not, 
not getting paid enough for that, mate. Don't worry. <laughs> hey, mate. I uh, just read in the in the newspaper online this morning that um, Dockers coach stern warning in light of West Coast Eagles COVID chaos, obviously alluding to the uh, bumping and grinding that happened at Hippie Club. <laughs> Uh, what what are the rules and regulations? You went on a Friday night. Usually, it's a great night. Uh, yeah, Saturday, gotcha, the weekend opens up. What uh, what are the restrictions you've got put on yourselves at uh, Fremantle? I'm not sure. Stern warnings are right right description. It was more. It's just a reminder of yep. like this is this is the current environment. Um, I think the club's really strong in um, leaving the decisions up to us. We're we're a playing group that's really connected and really driven though for success. Um, at the end of the day, going to a nightclub, um, going to the pub, like those sorts of things, they they put yourself at risk for COVID, and we obviously haven't had that much through the group, so there's not that much immunity. Yep. Um, so putting yourselves in those situations puts puts your spot at risk um, mm. and potentially puts a team at risk as well. Um, so like, make, make your own call on that. Um, but I think most of the boys are on the same page and that we're trying to stay out of those situations. And um, I think JL said last night in his presser, um, if you go out with COVID, there's no guarantee you come back in because um, like six outs last week yeah. and the six ins all played pretty well. And we've got really great squad depth at the moment. So you're not only putting the team at risk, I guess, but individually and um, personally, you're potentially putting your spot at risk. Um, so I Absolutely. think yeah, all the boys are on the same on the same page with that. Bailey, thanks for joining us this morning, and tell Carl Warner when he debuts. I look forward to handing over that Guernsey to him. <laughs> I'll, I'll put in a word for you, uh, Bailey Banfield, mate. Well done last night. Huge win, playing great footy. Two goals, three. Next week it'll be five goals straight, mate. And you're That's making it. a late dash for the Coleman. I look forward Beautiful. to seeing it, mate. Enjoy your weekend. Congratulations on your season so far. That's the plan. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Those with the touch, choose Tab Touch. Better your bet and download Tab Touch today. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help on 1800 858 858. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Sending you into the weekend with a winner in your hand. Oh, you beauty. This is Brit's Best. This is Brittany's best uh, last week's successful week for the group. Wow, we're back. We're back. The pockets are full. Brit, take over. Okay, so we're running with the momentum of last week, and I'm going with a horse today that let us down two weeks ago. Uh, Special View is the gelding's name, trained by Hayden Ballantyne to be ridden by Jet Stanley, who makes the weight down to 52 kilos. So postage stamp weight on this horse's back. He was he led all of the way bar the last 50 metres two mm. weeks ago when we were on. And I think he can hold on today with that light weight. So we're going special view in the last today at Ascot. Final meeting at Ascot today. Special view will get around $4.30. So. $4. Are we locked in? Are we locked in. Are we locked in, ready to go? $4.30, ready to let's, go. Let's flick it over here to Xavier Ellis, who's been studying ferociously throughout the break. So go on, Zav. Ah, look, I don't want to do this, but I think I'm going to have to do it. <laughs> it's going to happen again, is it? Finger, Puts his finger out. <laughs> Why is it heading towards Brisbane Lions West Coast? I don't oh. know. Oh, the line? Oh, it's 100. hang on. It it's clicked on Brisbane Lions minus 71 points. That's where we're going today, guys. I'll be shocked if Brisbane don't win by over 70. Yep. I'll be absolutely shocked. Good luck to West Coast. I'm rooting for them. Mm. But even are, me rooting for really? them is not going to help. Yeah. That's oh, not going to yeah. help. Um, the, the only saving grace is Joe Danaher's not playing, but um, that could just mean Cameron kicks 50. Can you recall a line so big? Um, 
What was last night there? Frio and no, 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 no like way that. shorter. Yeah. Uh, no, you're right. It's uh, it's crazy. So it's good massive. luck. Good luck to me. They, they can't get within seventy. They just can't mm. get Nana's purse and fill your pockets. That's what I say. No two point nine Triple M Dead Set Legends. That was Brit's best for Tab Touch. I'll tell you what's not sorted is crowd behaviour at the moment at sporting events. Yesterday alone, pitch invaders. There was something in the air last night. There was something in the air last night. We had three yeah. pitch invaders at Optus Stadium. Oh, Streaker. Oh, Streaker. Oh, Streaker. Oh, no. Get him. There's two. There's two on the field. Where's the other one? Uh, over the over He's looking around for his mate. Oh, he's going to help his mate. He's, no, he's not going to help his mate. He's going to run back to where he came from. Security are about 20 metres away. He's <laughs> getting another 30 metres away. Look at him. He's going to make the boundary line. Come on, boys. Catch him. No, don't he climbs him. the fence and oh. gets back in and runs up the race. But you'll be gone. Oh, oh, someone's grabbed him from the crowd. It's, it's a citizen arrest. It's a citizen arrest. arrest. And there's another one. There's a fight. There's a blue in the crowd. Oh, dear. Yep. So citizen arrest, the police are coming. They've got him. So three got on the field last night. Twelve thousand dollar fine. That's an easy way to get thirty six grand into the coffers for the government. Uh, I hope they pay those fines too. And then Britt, you were watching. You were sitting there at the footy last night, a bit bored. So you put on Sky <laughs> and you're watching the Gosford and there's dogs. One of the Gosford dogs, and all of a sudden this happens. Back in Ibrox, rocks began nicely. Susie's face to third as there was a streaker on the track. No. <laughs> All of a sudden, one dog darts off to yeah. dart around what, this. What happens invader? there, Britt, in terms of uh, the the invader? Does that that race the, the dogs get spooked? You'd imagine, wouldn't yeah, it? completely. So it actually had to be called a no race. That's how off. I saw it. Is that mm. someone? It was like, oh, this is a good way to do your money, but uh, it had to be called a yeah, no maybe race. that's one way to have a ginormous bet. On the inside with early speed. If he misses the jump, then just run on, on the you field. Yeah, get your money back. <laughs> no, don't ever do that. No, I think he'll no. be banned for life. That yeah, man. so he should. And so should the, the pitch invaders last yeah. night at the footy. And then Mick, last night, you want to see our security deal with a uh, pitch invader in Auckland, <laughs> Super this. Rugby. <laughs> this guy has to be nursing a set of broken ribs. And now there's no commentary to it, but you can hear the moment the crowd are cheering for him. And buzz, there goes a couple of broken ribs. But uh, if you haven't mm. seen the vision, I think Nick Nat might have posted it yes. himself this morning on saw Twitter. It on his story. I've got one more, and we okay. haven't got any audio for it. Uh, Dave Chappelle on on stage doing a, oh, doing yeah. a skit, oh. and a, a patron stormed the stage and security. I tell you what, there's some vision. Or uh, if you want to look it up, some vision and some photography of. The invader. Uh, he didn't end up in a good space. I think he dislocated both wrists, uh, mm. fractured hands. Something it was all in the over. air this week. And the UFC, they, they caught the ground and pound, and I think that's what happened to the guy. Pedal to the metal. And it slides out, and away we go. This is Rusty's Motorsport Update. Bendix brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Same time, same person, same sport. Let's get into a bit of motorsport with Rusty. And of course, if you do love your motorsport, grab Rusty's A Garage podcast on the listener app. Morning, Rusty. That was almost a bit of a Batman. Same bat time, same bat channel. Morning all. <laughs> That's right, mate. Now, Rusty, I'm going to have to pull you away. I believe you're at the netball right now as we speak and talk about the fake water, the fake marina. I'm sure there's plenty of other fake things in Miami too. But the Miami Grand Prix, there's celebrities everywhere. Tom Brady, Michael Jordan. Mate, what's happening in the first couple of uh, practice sessions? Well, we look like we've got a close Grand Prix on our hands. So the Ferraris and Red Bulls naturally look fast, but the Mercedes look a lot better mm. this time out. So I think that the general feeling is that we've got, you know, the three heavy hitters that are going to go at it for the Grand Prix at a brand new venue. It is fast at this place, guys, and a couple of little spots that could potentially catch them out. But you're right, the whole vibe of the thing feels 
next level. So yeah. the, the track has been built around the, the Miami Dolphins Stadium. I mean, you've had James Corden today playing oh. fake press officer for Daniel Ricciardo. So he's in the yeah. scrum with all the journos, and James is in there like, you know, one question at a time, please. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the attention that it's getting is just insane. On to the supercars. There's some big news with a Bathurst winning team switching camps next season after decades with Holden. What's happened there? This is huge. So this news broke late yesterday afternoon. It had been mooted for about seven to, to ten days. So Walkinshaw and Andretti United, who you rightly point out, won Bathurst last December. Um, you guys will know they at one point in their, in their uh, history mm. were the famous Holden Racing Team, the Red oh, Squad. Yep. They yep. read those guys, right? So, Ryan Walkinshaw has, has uh, the team owner has, has done an open letter to fans saying they are very proud of their, their history. They will always cherish that. But for the next generation of supercars from mm. 2023 onwards, they are going to be in Mustang. So, this is a Gee. massive deal. And they announced it yesterday with all of the Ford executives in the United States. So that just underscores how big a move this is. Ooh. And joining the likes of Dick Johnson Racing and, and Tickford mm. in a Ford or in Fords next year on the grid. Yeah, there you go. Hey, finally, Rusty, uh, Shane Van Gisbergen, two races last week he took out. Will Davison, he broke through at Wanneroo. But it's an incident with the main race director that's caught the eye of many on social media. What's going on here? <laughs> Well, I'm a bit missed about this, if I'm honest. It's been levelled at Craig Baird, fundamentally, and Craig is mm. a very accomplished racer. So he, he advises that, that umpiring group, if you like, on, on driving standard matters. And in the wake of the decision last week, some of the stuff that has been levelled at him on social media is absolutely mm. bloody disgraceful. Yeah. Now, the bulk, of our, the bulk of our fans are very good, we should say that. Mm-hmm. We don't all have to agree with the umpire. You know, I know what you guys are like on the show. We don't, that's an age-old thing. Yeah. You don't have to be vanilla in that regard. Wear your colours with pride. Staunchly support your favourite driver. Got no problem with that. But we need, we need these, these officials, these people, right? Don't get personal yep. on social media with that stuff. That's just grubby, and we are better than that as a sport. Mm. No, agree wholeheartedly. Rusty, just really quickly, did you see Lewis Hamilton? He's been told to not wear his jewellery. Did you see him at the press conference with four Great. watches on and 85 <laughs> uh, neck laces? Crazy. And, I mean, and then, you know, they're talking about policing the... Uh, the fireproof and the proper uh, driver underwear, which I, I can appreciate from a safety standpoint, but you might have seen Seb Bettle with the undies on the outside of the race suit just <laughs> back to one got underway. So some very funny stuff happening over there. Oh, yeah. mate, fantastic. Rusty, thanks again for joining us. And, of course, if you want a little bit more of that sort of stuff, grab Rusty's podcast, Rusty's Garage, on the listener app, mate. Have a good weekend. You and your listeners have a fab weekend too. Cheers. The checkered flag's out for Rusty's Motorsport Update. It's McLaren and Ricardo that win the Italian Grand Prix. Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Get more good podcasts on the listener app and get into Newtown Toyota East Vic Park. Let their family look after yours.